This is Tether Talk, a podcast for women where we talk about the truths that influence our identities, guide our choices, form our future, and lead us to the hope that steadies our hearts. Let's pull back the layers, uncover the lies, and hold on to the only truth that satisfies. Welcome back, everyone, and I'm so excited to be recording on Thursday night again. It has been a very, very challenging week, but I'm so grateful. And as you can hear, your girl's coming back. I'm so excited. I'm so grateful. God has been absolutely faithful throughout this entire time, at least for me. I definitely feel better. I am still a little fatigued and have a little cough and whatnot, but um. And still some, like, I don't know, I wouldn't call it a confusion or anything like that, but I I feel like I'm a little bit scattered still when it comes to, you know, me doing work or whatever. I I just feel like a little bit hazy still. But other than that, I feel so much better. I'm very grateful for that. Um, Unfortunately, though, as you know, when you share a home with people, Um, especially children, sometimes they are susceptible to what it is that you are enduring. That said, prayers up for both of my daughters as they are also positive and I'm spending my recovery helping them heal through this process as well. So, um, you know, I hate this virus. Facts. Like, I just, I don't like it. I don't like any virus. I don't like any sickness, disease, frustration, annoyance. I hate it it's a lot going on and i especially do not like to see my babies suffering um, and struggling i will say that they are um you know experiencing normal cold symptoms but definitely experiencing a lot of fatigue um and uh, discomfort and other things that i probably shouldn't (laughs) say on the air but um it, it is frustrating it's very difficult no one wants to see their child sick and suffering or struggling and not being able to articulate exactly how they're feeling so um prayers for that prayers for grace in general for strength for um uh overwhelming health for all of us and and really pray that all of this will be over very swiftly not so i can just get back to my life or we can get back to our lives and my oldest can go back to school or anything like that but just because no one no one enjoys being sick you know i just i prefer health and usually mostly probably 90 percent of the time do as much as i can as best as i can to keep myself and my children healthy so um, you know to to go through something like this i would i would say that probably in the last three years we've the three of us have only been sick maybe three times and so to go through something like this is like wait what everybody feels just stifled and um a little bit halted in life and it's frustrating and i know every single person listening to me right now knows exactly what i'm talking about so definitely don't feel like i'm just like unique in my experience or they are but just sharing with y'all what's good in my household and asking for prayer their dad also has covid so um prayers up for him as well um it's frustrating and 
And I think what's really hard, especially with this particular uh, sickness, is just the isolation that comes with it uh, and not being able to really spend time with people that you love. Um, it seems like everyone, I'm not trying to speak the word everyone or speak this over everybody, but it seems like so many more people do have this virus after the holidays, especially here in the States and definitely here in the South. Um, and it is hot in ATL, like, I mean, red zoned hot for COVID right now. All that to say, you know, one thing that's been really challenging for us is not being able to spend time with my family. It's been really weird. We've had to like drive over to my parents' house and stay in the car and like wave at my parents and the girls see their grandparents that way. Um, and it's really, it's just difficult. My dad is heading back overseas this weekend. Um, so he only has a couple more days left and legitimately like I was isolated for a whole week and some change and then now the girls are are sick as well so it's kind of like the last maybe week and a half two weeks of him being here and he was only here for like maybe a month and a week um has has been us navigating this and not trying to get you know putting him in a compromising position and all that it's just all of that is what I hate most about this virus of course you know those who are uh, experiencing some, you know, life-threatening um, uh, symptoms from it. Like I, I feel for them, and I pray that the Lord will obviously, you know, bring them to health. But um, as far as relationships are concerned, like this is the worst. Like I hate it. I really do. I hate it for my children, <clears throat> and I hate it for my parents who just want to spend time with their grandchildren. And um, yeah, it's a challenge. It really is. And then with school too, it's kind of like, man, you know, I have to do asynchronous like online stuff with my daughter and just going back and forth. I think that's the part that I'm not like, you know, I'm like, yo, like just the back and forth, like she's doing online school for like two weeks and then she goes back to school and then she comes back and does this. It's just, <laughs> I'm complaining about a lot of things that I should not be complaining about because the good news is we all are active we are all um on a lighter end of this virus and um the experience that we're having with it so to god be the glory <laughs> great things he has done in keeping us yet alive and keeping us strengthened and filled with hope and and that's one thing that i'm very thankful for that um i know that the three of us are going to make it quote unquote through this and uh, their dad is too and anyone else that i know i do know several people who have covid right now who are making it through and that is what is most important it's getting it through whatever circumstance whatever experience whatever low place whatever valley whatever sickness whatever um struggle it is that you're going through and so i'm gonna do my best to stay focused on that and and less on um you know what i what i don't have and what i don't what i don't see it, it's real so i acknowledge it but i'm not gonna allow myself to sit in that place all i had to say it's been a lot <laughs> thank you for listening and um many many prayers for those of you who are struggling with this and um my continued prayers that we will see this thing lift and um it will be like any other virus that we have encountered in our generation and something that we can all kind of say you know it is what it is but we're not fearful of any longer so yeah that's that i'm gonna keep this short tonight i really am you know i will say this too though i was 
I, I have I have God conversations in the shower all the time. Like Jesus and I, like, you know, he says, come before me naked and ashamed. <laughs> he says, come boldly before the throne of grace. That's what he says. But, you know, I'm trying to live like they did in Eden. You know what I'm saying? Naked and unashamed before the Lord. Um, I said ashamed earlier, but no, nah, I'm not going to be ashamed unashamed before the lord the one who created me in all ways what is going on oh dang i'm sorry i keep getting text messages from my laptop let me turn that off um yeah so <laughs> i do i have god conversations in the in the um in the shower and i was just sitting there i was like lord I'm, I'm tempted right now because I feel I feel like I'm struggling. I told y'all last week, I just, when I committed to doing James, I was not expecting chapter one to be like in my face as much as it has been and for it to be so relevant to my life right now. I was not expecting it at all. And I'm being challenged right now in so many ways on so many levels and I'm just like holy spirit I'm not sure if I can handle all of the movement that is going on right now my plan for this month truly was for me to just chill was for me to like sit with the Lord take some quality time with him really invest my time and my intention on him and just gleaning from the word of God being still before the Lord like I was waiting for that. I was just hoping for that. And I'm not saying that I'm not having intimate time with Christ. It's just that with everything else that's happening and the fact that, you know, I'm I'm having to put my attention in other areas that are important. And I believe that God sees that as me stewarding my life appropriately. Obviously, he's not going to be like, ignore your children and come spend time with me. I do that at relevant points of the day where obviously my children are either asleep or you know they're taking naps or they're occupied with something else i think that's that's perfect time or like when i'm washing dishes or cooking or something like that and i'm i'm just you know speaking to the lord praying without ceasing that's great but i really oh man i really did not want my my time with him to be saturated with me asking him for stuff <laughs> like Lord, pray for healing. Lord, I pray for this. Lord, I pray for that. Like, that's not what I wanted. It really isn't. What I wanted was a time to sit and to just be at his feet and receive. I was hoping for that. I was longing for that. Um, and and I, I do think that he's been gracious in still downloading wisdom to me. Um, but I so want more because I still feel a little bit scattered. I still feel like, man, I have so much I want to get done. I have so many dreams and so many goals. And I look back at my life and I'm like, yo, God, did I squander time? Is that what's going on? Am I suffering consequences of squandered time? And then I sit back and I'm like, well, not really. I just feel like I'm in this like Ah, I don't even know how to say it. Like I feel like I'm being pressed right now. I feel like I'm being um I'm being pressed, I'm being stretched in a way that's like highly uncomfortable and it's it's forcing me uh for one to prioritize in in a lot of ways and in ways that I I don't really prefer to prioritize <laughs> like Oh, I just I don't know. 
I don't even want to say this, but I feel it. Like I miss those two hour soaking moments with God. I miss that. Um, and I don't know if it's going to take me like doing like a staycation or something like that when the girls obviously feel better and I feel better. And, you know, maybe just taking some time to just go away for a little bit. I'm probably not going to leave ATL, but like just go somewhere, get an Airbnb COVID free <laughs> or something and just play the longest playlist and sit with the with the Lord and just soak in his presence. Like I feel like I need that. I'm so desperate for him. I need him so much right now. And Satan is very very cunning. Um like he'll bring things in your life, things that are pleasurable, things that you enjoy that you like and he'd be like, "Oh, just relax. You know, just just take your time. Just 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 chill god understands god knows and i've been tempted to kind of get into that place where i'm like ah you know see my life lord i know you see my life you know and and i've been tempted to just kind of step back a little bit and be like well you know i only got 10 minutes right now when in reality i have like 30 minutes but then i'm like but god i really want two hours but am i not going to be satisfied to take that 30 minutes and let God do his thing. Like he holds time in his hands and one day is like a thousand years to him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like just taking what is before me and accepting it and allowing it to be what it is as opposed to wanting more, desiring more or complaining about what I don't have. So it's, it's been challenging. Every level. <laughs> Every, every avenue of my life, challenge, 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 challenge. So as I read James, I've been just meditating on the book throughout the week, like listening to audio version of James throughout the week. And then I come and I sit down with chapter one and then I go deep on whatever the, the verses are for the week that I'm, I'm, I'm focused on. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I just wanted to share with you guys as I'm reading this again, um, you know, what I feel like might be an encouragement to you as it has been to me. And uh, we'll just get into this thing and hopefully I'll be done in like 15 minutes and you'll be about your business and go your way. I'll go mine and then we'll we'll check in again. So I'm going to go ahead and read James chapter one, verses one through six this time, because our focus scriptures are four through six for this week. James chapter one. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes dispersed abroad. Consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. That was last week. And this week says, and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith without doubting, for the doubter is like the surging sea driven and tossed by the wind. Verses four through six read again, and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. 
Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith without doubting, for the doubter is like the surging sea, driven and tossed by the wind. All right, let's go line by line. Verse 4, And let endurance have its full effect, so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. Okay, last week we talked about um, considering it joy whenever we experience various trials because we know that the testing of our faith produces endurance. Verse 4 is telling us to let endurance have its full effect. Let patience have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. This is not what I want to hear. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that I need to be patient. I don't want to hear that I need to endure. I don't want that, but I have to accept it. I have to receive it. I have to embrace it because if I don't embrace it, if I don't accept it, if I don't receive it, I will find myself immature. I will find myself, um, sorry. Um, I lost my note. Uh, my uh, Bible tab on my computer is back. Um, <clears throat> if I don't allow patience and endurance to have its full effect, I will find myself immature and I will find myself incomplete. And those are two words that I have done the best that I possibly can in my life to run away from. Immaturity and being incomplete. It's super funny because I just have a, had a conversation with a friend whom I haven't seen in 19 years. I haven't seen him since college and he just so happened to be in ATL and reached out to me a couple days ago and was like, yo, what's good? So that was a really great reunion and um, brother in the Lord and everything. Um, and I was just telling him how I feel like um, I'm at a place in my life now where the Lord is calling me to a place of maturity in my spiritual life where I don't have the luxury. <laughs> luxury is the wrong word. But the, the idea of experiencing miraculous moments that I did when I was a new believer just aren't there anymore. It's not that God is not still miraculous and that he's not still capable of 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 just like shocking me and, you know, bringing forth confirmation and, you know, just showing himself mighty in, in miraculous ways. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. Like he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He does not change. But where I am in my life, it's almost as if God is like, yo, you're either going to accept what my word is and be about that without waiting for me to give you some sort of like supernatural con confirmation or some sort of like feel good moment, you know, are you, are you going to love me? Are you going to trust me? Are you going to be patient enough? Are you going to endure enough to just receive what it is that I've placed before you? That's, that's evidence of maturity for me. And I feel like God's working on that in me. And I'm realizing all the more like, yo, this is what being complete looks like for me. It means trusting God in everything. It means believing in him no matter what. It means that I learn how to struggle well, you know, Life is going to bring trials. Life is going to bring struggles. Life is going to put me in circumstances that are, um, you know, 
unpleasurable, things that I don't want to go through. But what I know of God, what I know about my faith, what I know about who the Lord is, that should be enough for me to trust him, for me to be patient, for me to endure so that I operate like someone who is growing in my maturity in the Lord. And in doing so, I become complete. And the last part of this verse says, lacking nothing. I think that's very interesting, that lacking nothing, so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. And that's the beauty of who God is. Like the idea of us being patient and enduring and allowing it to have its full effect is not so God can just be like, oh, just hang on for the sake of hanging on. No, we hang on, we stay tethered, you know, we we hang on no matter what, even if it feels like it's by a thread so that we don't lack anything at the end of that experience, at the end of that season, at the end of that lesson or at the end of our lives, whatever whatever, you know, season of, of life you're in, you hold on, you endure, you remain patient so that you can be mature and you can be complete and you can lack nothing. There are those times though, in the midst of all of this, in the midst of life, when we feel like we just don't know what to do. We don't know which direction to go. We don't know what decision to make and we struggle <clears throat> and we have no idea how to rationalize what's going on, especially when things get crazy. It's like, I don't even know, I have no idea what to do right now. Like everything is before me. And it's even more difficult when you have good options before you don't know which of the good options to to go with. It's it's challenging, it's frustrating, it's overwhelming. It's It can be something that, that literally paralyzes us. But verse five tells us that if any of us lacks wisdom, we should ask God. Simple. If you lack wisdom, ask the Lord. <laughs> if you lack wisdom, ask God. And I find it very interesting that more often than not, we do this um, when we are in these pits when we are going through these trials, when we are in these valleys, it's the easiest place to ask God for wisdom. Because in that moment, we've exhausted our own finite ability to rationalize life and figure out, you know, all the the ins and outs or the possible outcomes. You know, we get to a point where we're like, dang, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now. Oh, yeah. God, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Lord, please help me. Right. And that's, that's what it comes down to. And it's fair because this scripture is talking about trials. It's talking about getting through them maturely. And it's encouraging us. If you lack wisdom during these trials, if you lack wisdom during these hard seasons, ask of God. Why? Because he's the God who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly. Generously. He gives to all generously and ungrudgingly. To all. Anybody who asks God for wisdom is going to receive wisdom. Anybody who stops for a moment and looks up to the God of the universe, the creator of all things, Elohim, Adonai, most high God, and inquires of his heart, his mind, his plan, his will, is going to receive from him. He gives to all. And then he doesn't just give us 
wisdom. He gives wisdom generously, like overwhelming. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation, and this has happened to me multiple times, where it's like, yo, you have just worked yourself to the point of exhaustion. You don't even know what to do anymore. And then you just sit for a second, you're like, yo, God, I just need your help. Please, Holy Spirit, just give me something. Or, you know, maybe you just say it generally, like, God, I just need help. Like, what am I supposed to do? And then all of a sudden, just a flow like a rush of wisdom of clarity it just comes and you're like writing stuff down you're like recording stuff you're talking to people you just feel so full that's the generosity of god that's the generous nature of god when he answers a prayer for wisdom and he does it ungrudgingly i love that when you ask him for something he's not like oh there she go again <laughs> I'm so irritated. Like, didn't I talk to her about this before? And why do I have to repeat myself? God is not a man. God is not a woman. He's not your girlfriend who gets tired. He's not that dude who's just tired of hearing you say the same thing over and over. He is not that. He is all of, he's all knowledge. He is om, omniscient. He is all knowing. He's omnipresent. He's everything. He is, he's, he's all of it <laughs> he just exists he's knowledge he's wisdom he is just intellect he's greater than all of that so when you come to him he gives generously because he never runs out of it and he doesn't do it grudgingly he doesn't do it with frustration because it's not exhausting him at all he's just like oh yeah here we go Take that too, take that too, take that too. Oh, you, you're about to be my creation right now. You're going to create, you're going to think, you're going to navigate, you're going to figure stuff out. You're stewarding life. Absolutely. He's backing that up and he loves it. He loves it. Every single time you come to him, he's like, yes, you, you turn to me for wisdom. You turn to me for revelation. You turn to me for knowledge. Here you go. And he just flows with it. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. It's just the reemphasis of that whole thing. God's going to give it to you, and it will be given to you. <laughs> You're going to receive it because God is good, and he's generous and ungrudging, and he's going to give it to you because you asked him. Bible's repetitive like that sometimes, just so that we can understand what the Lord is saying. He's like, I got you. In essence, James is telling us, God's got you. You lack wisdom, ask the Lord. He gives generously. He's not grudging about it. He's not He's not, he's not going to be grudging about it. And he's going to give it to you. That's it. Point blank. Verse six, but let him ask in faith without doubting. But, caution, let him ask in faith. Let her ask in faith without doubting. This part sucks because sometimes we doubt. As much as I know about the Lord, as much as I, I, I believe God, I still have doubts. I'm thinking about something right now that I know God is absolutely capable of but I am struggling in, like absolutely struggling in. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I know God, I know you can do it, 
And then there's that part of me that's like, but if you do it, it's going to be like, I, can not, it's not even like a, can you do it? It's more like, oh, I just don't know. Like, I know you can, but how it's, I think, I think that's it. I think that's it. It's more so the how that may come off like it's doubting but it's more so me just wanting to know how it's going to be done that's really what it is it's not that i doubt the lord i'm not saying that i've never doubted him because i do and i have doubted him and i've doubted the situation god is capable he's able he's willing um but he doesn't often do things in our timing so sometimes you can ask for wisdom and it could take a minute but if you continue to to approach him and continue seeking his face he's still going to answer you it's the when and it's the how that i think causes us to 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 doubt a little bit but the scriptures say let him ask in faith faith is what the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen i'm still hoping that god's going to answer me i don't see it quite yet but I know that he can and he will because he's generous and he's not going to do it grudgingly. Amen. For the doubter is like the surging sea driven and tossed by the wind. Excellent imagery. 100% describes how I feel when I'm doubting. Up and down, surging sea driven and tossed by the wind oh my gosh is that a solution no it's not a solution dang that sucks it didn't work out oh wait here's this over here wait but i did pray about it let me pray again okay lord did you hear my prayer are you sure you heard my prayer i hope so okay wait maybe i should go look it up online i'll look it up online oh dang that's not really what i wanted dang now i feel like i don't really know if this is going to work at all maybe i should change my mind oh my gosh lord please help me to stay focused and then also answer my prayer please jesus like i just go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth surging sea driven and tossed by the wind somebody comes in and is like oh have you thought about this no i haven't thought about this no one fully you spent you just spent 30 minutes praying to the Lord, crying your eyes out like, oh my gosh, feeling the peace of God come over you like, I got you. I'm going to take care of it. Just you wait, be patient, endure, let patience have its perfect work so that you can be mature and complete, lacking nothing. Amen, Jesus. Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Hey, Naomi, did you think about this? <gasps> no, I didn't think about that wait a minute, God, we got to go back. And just over and over and over and over and over and over and over, like tossed about by the wind, surging sea, driven back and forth, back and forth. That's not God's desire for us. If we desire for wisdom and we lack wisdom, we need wisdom to get through our circumstances. We ask of the Lord because he's good and generous and he's not going to hold it against us he's willing he wants to share with us but if we approach him we should approach him with faith without doubting so that we look like a stable vessel that is able to receive how in the world is god supposed to give us wisdom when we are moving back and forth back and forth back and forth like he literally downloads wisdom just picture like him raining wisdom from heaven it's just raining it's just raining but if you're not standing still 
and you're being tossed to and fro, you're surging, you're being driven by every wind. He could be raining wisdom and you're not, you're not receiving anything as a vessel. Nothing at all. That's the essence of these four verses. That we endure, that we remain patient so that patience can have its full effect, endurance can have its full effect, so that we can be mature, learning how to trust God because he's proven himself time and time again. And as we do that, we won't lack anything because God always answers our prayers. We won't lack anything because he always comes through. And as we ask him, we believe him because his character is trustworthy. And when we, and then we stand still when we ask. And our standing still is our evidence of, of confidence that God will respond to us as opposed to shifting. Can't be shifty. Don't be shifty. Can't. We can't do that. You'll never receive. I will never receive if I keep going back and forth, back and forth. I just have to be still. You need only be still. God himself will fight for you. You need only be still. That's the Psalms. But like, that's that's the encouragement that I feel like James is giving us in, this, in these three verses. Um... I hope that's been encouraging for you guys. I know it's it's kind of challenging to just kind of stop, especially I, I try to find ways to like put these scriptures in, in, in the best context that I could. But then I was like, no, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> I think it's like 12 weeks of three verses and everything else is, is two. Um, and I'm going to take a break in the middle of the year. But um I'm going to let it be what it is. It's slightly uncomfortable because there's like, there are two more verses in that little paragraph right there that I want to go into because they just like wrap everything up, but I can't do it. And there's enough here for me to just sit with, you know, and for us to meditate on for the remainder of this weekend um, and into next week as we as we start um, the next three verses. But um, I hope you all are encouraged and I hope that this is this is helping us to just um slow down a little bit i'm being challenged by someone special in my life right now to be patient they haven't said it directly to me but they are extremely patient and um i'm watching them and i'm like just you know just just watching and i'm just kind of like okay i do need to be a little bit more patient and i know i'd need to um i do really well in conflict when it's not me and it's external i'm like oh yeah i can hold on for that or i can just kind of see what's up and travail and tarry and press in and persevere and i can do that um because i feel i feel um i feel empowered by that i feel like oh man i'm doing something that's again that's that justice in me like oh yeah we can we can go the distance with that but when it comes to like my emotions and the innermost part of me and my dreams and my desires like this is where i need to work on being patient and even asking the lord for wisdom in those things too not just in the trials and the tribulations but with my hopes and my dreams like i need to be patient and i need to be mature and i need to wait on the lord and i need to seek his face um and i need to be still so i pray that you also will take these words and that they have been an encouragement to you that they bless you 
in your hearing and um, that God will show himself in a mighty way to you this week through these scriptures. Um, yeah, that's all I have for this week. And I pray that um, you enjoy the remainder of your weekend. And um, I will check with you guys next week. And maybe there'll be something going on in culture that I can tackle. Um, but I'm also not, I'm not trying too hard when it comes to that. Like if it, if it comes, it comes. If I have something to say, I'm going to say it. Um, and if it's important enough, then, you know, I'll do that. Otherwise, this letter is hitting right now. So I'm going to sit right here and let God do what he does best. Teach, counsel, and keep. I bless you and I love you. I hope you have an awesome weekend. Until next time.